Welcome to another splendid edition of TCU Does CFG. And for those of you that don't know, I am TCU, which is the uh, Terry Cook universe. And CFG is Coaching the Geeks, which is the Robin Bates universe. Um, yeah, and today we are diving into feedback. So if you read the post on the group, you will have seen that I was speaking about feedback, how to use it, where to find it. And I'm going to give you a bit more details and insight into how I've utilized it and how you can as well. So um, one of the problems we have as content creators is that we can be very biased either towards or against our own stuff. So I'm going to use podcasting, obviously, as the specific example. When I record an episode of, uh, let's say, the Instructor Podcast, my uh, Driving Instructor Podcast, when I listen back to it, I'm really, really, really critical. When I'm editing it, I'm ridiculously critical. I hate it. I think it's shit, generally. And I'm always in two minds whether to release it or not. But I edit it. I tidy it up. I do the best I can. I put it together. I put my inserts in the middle. I put my wraparound in. Put the music in. Never so delightfully made by Peter Gamach. And uh, I put like a little bonus bit on the end or whatever. Then I put it out there and I schedule it. And then when it comes out, I tend to listen to it while I'm in the car and I tend to fall in love with it. I think it's awesome and I'm really proud. I don't know why there's the difference between the two, but I think that probably sums up the way a lot of people are. They either they love what they do, uh, they love the work they create, or they hate it. So we're really biased with that feedback of ourselves. So we need to get impartial views now just ask people and i know that seems really simple but i think the the best and most obvious example i can provide is whenever i do a podcast i'll rephrase that maybe almost every time i do a podcast when i have a guest on i tend to ask the guest at the end have you got any feedback for me and i simply phrase it by i've got thick skin I can take anything you say to me. Please be as honest as you deem appropriate. And if you would rather say it by a message, please feel free to do that as well. Most of the guests, most of them, generally will um, just tell me it was really good. And I think that's sometimes that's because people don't know what to say and sometimes it's because people just think it's really good maybe they don't know any different but now and again someone will just give me a a cracking piece of advice uh, i'm gonna mention our very own robin bates on this one because he gave me a cracking piece of advice at the end of the podcast i recorded with him where he asked me or mentioned to me i didn't know if i could swear or not and it was like, no, you didn't. I was about 15 minutes in and you kind of debated over swearing. It's like, right, okay, cool. I remember that. It, it stuck in my head. Someone else told me that I was too self-deprecating and that I, I made a big emphasis of making the show about my guests and not about me. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the way I used to talk about was, oh, my guests, uh, my audience comes to listen to my guests. I'm just a conduit. And this this feedback from these guys really stuck with me. It made me go away and, and analyze how I was doing my podcast. So ask your guests. Every time you have a guest on your podcast, 
ask them at the end of the show. And the reason why I say ask them at the end is because if you wait and you email them two weeks later, they probably will not remember. They've got other things to do. They don't care, right? So ask them at the end. You can always follow up again. Maybe something will come. Like I said, ask them there and then and tell them they can message you any feedback if they then, um, if anything springs back to them afterwards. But as well as your guests, uh, what I should say as well, I tend to ask how I was before the interview as well. So did you feel like you came to the interview knowing what to expect or did you feel uncomfortable? So not just the interview process, but the whole process of getting them on the show. And I've got some good tips around that as well from people. But also, ask your audience. Now, it's really easy to be flippant and just say to your audience during your show, oh, let me know if you've got any comments on today's show. That's great. Do that. Keep doing that. Don't stop. But be specific. Don't just say generally. If there's one thing about the show that you were, maybe you tried a new feature, let me know about this. But again, be specific. Where can they find you? Let me know about this by contacting me at terry at theinstructorpodcast.com or wherever, you know, Messenger or wherever they find you. Tell them what you want feedback on. You can even go so far as, let's say you've got a, a website. You can put a feedback page on there, create some polls so people can go and do that and a section where they can leave feedback. Maybe you could um, get a Facebook page or a Facebook group and you could put a little post in there asking for feedback and you could direct your guests and direct your audience to that to go and leave some specific feedback. Yes, it's public, but whatever, don't matter. So that feedback is massive. So as well as asking your audience during your show, you can also contact some of your audience away from the show. So if you're on relatively good speaking terms or you know someone who listens to your show, drop them a message. Ask them, can I have five minutes of your time to just pick your brains about this and ask them what they think of the show. Find someone who listened to the show and stopped listening to the show or find someone who's never listened to the show and say, what would it take to make you listen? I've got another example for you here. So for the Instructor Podcast, I also run a Patreon account, so a premium subscription for that. And it's not doing quite as well as I hoped. There's a whole host of reasons. Maybe I'll do a show on that at some point. But I recently had a couple of people who are, I'm friendly with and who have appeared on the show but I've never signed up for premium, but they listen to all of the podcasts. So after I've finished speaking to them, I specifically said, I am not trying to sell you anything. I hope you understand that. But do you mind if I ask you a question? And then they'll say, yeah. And I'll say, look, again, I'm not trying to push this on you, please. I'm asking for opinion, advice. What would it take for you to go and sign up and pay that £10 a month to sign up to Instructor Podcast Premium. And I got to amazing insights. In fact, I'll tell you them. The first person I asked said, more you. They want more Terry. Because at the minute, it's all the guests. And they get all the stuff from the guests from the podcast anyway. They want more of me and what I offer and my personality over there. And I thought, that's the thing I've been scared about doing. Interesting. The second person, and I'll tell you this because it's a really good piece of advice. They said that um, they were struggling financially and they were still really balancing the 
you know, accounts and the pennies and managing those pennies. And I'd, I'd forgotten how much £10 is, you know, a month. It's a lot. Even, you know, to me, £10 is a lot. So I'm really careful with myself at the minute. I thought it is to other people as well. And then she gave me an awesome suggestion and talking about her driving school and she's got like five or six driving instructors and going forward, she wants to include it in the package for those instructors. Fucking brilliant, right? Okay, that's what I'm going to go sell to. So just by asking those questions, I got two awesome pieces of feedback, kind of negative in a way. One of them definitely negative, but it's stuff I've been able to go away with and stuff I've been able to apply. So do not take on board everything anyone says to you. You know, it's not like you get the feedback and then you have to go and apply it. You don't have to go and apply it. Pick what you think is relevant and also maybe tweak one thing at a time. You don't have to tweak everything. The other thing I will add on to this is I'm right here in Coaching for Geeks. You can use me. You can ask me for feedback. You can ask me to listen to your show. Um, yes, if we were to sit down and have a four-hour conversation, there would be a charge involved, but that's not what I'm talking about right now, although feel free to get in touch if you'd like that. But what I'm talking about is, Terry, would you mind listening to one of my episodes at some point and give me some feedback? Yes, of course I will. I listen to podcasts about five hours of every day, so I'm sure there's a way I can squeeze it in. But Go to professionals, and maybe professionals is the wrong word. Go to someone who you trust or whose opinion you value and ask them to, to really have a, a dig into it as well. And I will throw this one out there. Don't be afraid to pay for it. And this isn't me saying come to me, by the way, although you're more than welcome. Uh, it's not me saying come to me. Don't be afraid to pay for someone that you trust or whose opinion you value to take up an hour of their time to listen to that show, make some notes and offer some feedback, constructive feedback on what you do. That feedback may be, actually, oh, your show is really good. You don't need to change a lot. You don't need to change much. you just got to do some more marketing or whatever. Yeah, I'm spitballing. But don't be afraid to invest in yourself and your show if it's the right thing to do. But that's it. Ask for feedback. Use the feedback. Don't be afraid of the feedback. Accept the negative feedback because that's how we learn and how we get better. So I'll leave that there. And um, I still don't have a great sign-off line. So just have an amazing Terry Tuesday. <laughs>